0: Here we go. The this Goose. I don't apocalypse on Shabbos. Trump (laughs) Shabbos. I say that doesn't sound like too good of a story for him then. (laughs) Yes, it's an 80s film, but it's a quintessential 80s film. That motherfucker gets me excited about science. But yes, I, I do think that this movie requires a couple more views. I have the same cup size as Doc Hawk. Get <laughs> <laughs> me my sandwich. <laughs> no crusts. Was it an instant classic for you? Uh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moviegoers, the ages Welcome to the Don't Be Crazy Podcast. I'm Zachary Rancourt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Zachary Rancourt. Here, I'm doing a solo one this time. We discuss and dissect what makes a film, past or present, absolutely amazing or pure rubbish. All that we ask of each other is don't be crazy. Don't be crazy, Zach. Normally, you guys would hear that with Justin. But I'm doing something really fun today. Um, I saw a pretty crazy, absurd, amazing, too many adjectives to describe film. Um, I saw The Lighthouse, and I wanted to try something new and do a quick little... Um, 15 minute, you know, brief little side dish. I'm going to call this a pod snack. Um, feel free to listen to it, share it. Uh, if you guys like it, let us know. But, uh, here we go. So, um, I saw it tonight at a AMC theater by myself. Uh, it's how I prefer to go to the cinema. Um, I think we all can agree that our movie going experience is one of those things that, it's, it hinders on the audience that you have. And I had I had a pretty good audience for it. Um, so I was pretty excited. But The Lighthouse uh, came out this year in 2019. It was one of my most anticipated films of the year. Um, directed by Robert Eggers, his sophomore film, his follow-up to The Witch, which I actually absolutely loved. I think 2015 is when The Witch came out. Um, screenplay by Robert and Max Eggers. Uh, this movie has a great cast. It is... Very, very simple. It's just Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Um, Valeria Carmen plays the mermaid. So you have three people in this film. The minimalist aspect and the simplistic aspect of this film, I think, are what kind of keep it going. Um, Both of those actors, Dafoe and Pattinson, are just superb. And we are seeing some of their greatest work As they've just gotten older and progressed the year, so it's pretty great. Uh, Critically, this film um, at the Cannes Film Festival did fantastic. Um, I I was I bought into the hype. Everyone was telling me all the different podcasts I listened to, Um, word of mouth, everything like that was saying that this was such a amazing film. Um, No awards yet, uh, just from the Cannes Film Festival, Um, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about it really quick. I'm going to leave this spoiler free so you guys can go check it out for yourself. Please feel free to comment um, and uh, hit me back. If you have something else you'd like to say about this film, but uh, here we go. Here's a synopsis real quick. The hypnotic and hallucinatory tale of two lighthouse keepers, uh, Winslow and Tom on a remote and mysterious new England Island in the 1890s. That's all I'm going to give you. That's courtesy of IMDb. That's essentially the very linear plot of the film. So let's just dive right into it. This movie is crazy. Um, and I use that in non-hyperbolic sense. It is. It was very weird for me to watch because I was bored at times, but then I was immediately intrigued. And maybe I needed more coffee or something. But I left the theater not knowing what to think. I let this movie sit for a good hour, two hours. And I really, really liked this movie. Um, There's a lot going on here. Basically, it's about a descent into madness of these two main characters. Um, We've seen this in like one of my favorite films of all time in The Shining, we see this, what solitude can do to you and how it can make you essentially go crazy. Um, You know, all work and no play make Jack a dull boy. That's kind of how this, how this works. And when you compound it with these amazing actors like Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe, they just shine. They are the best part in this film. And, you know, rightfully so. They're the only thing in this film, but my goodness, this is a tour de force of acting. They both should get nominated for best actor. I, I don't even know between this and like Joker too, like Joaquin Phoenix from Joker. It's going to be a tough year for the Oscars. Um, I, I was, I, if you had any doubts about Robert Pattinson taking the, the Bruce Wayne helm, um, see this film, see this and good times. Um, it is fantastic. This is an a 24 product and I'm a huge a 24 fan. uh, you can, if you have not watched many of the A24 films, you can download Canopy. Canopy has pretty much the entire A24 library. Um, they are great films to just take a risk on. They have their duds and their stinkers sometimes, um, but generally they are fantastic movies and they usually spotlight more artisan films. So um, I think it's it's definitely worth a shot, but holy crap, Eggers, man, he is He's two for two. Um, his visuals, the cinematography is so, so beautiful. Um, Luis Ford uh, worked on that with the editing. The edits are damn near perfect, and they really fit the, the whole maniacal feel of the movie where you have this descent into madness and kind of what happens when you have two guys that have to struggle with, the mundane and this very, very, um, Oh gosh, weird, tedious paradigm that they have to follow. Um, and it's, it's complemented by the sound. The soundtrack is, well, the score is just incredible by Mark Corvin, um, who also worked on the witch as well. It's, it's that loud kind of jarring, um, almost omnipresent, weird sound that is going on. And it's, it works so well for this film, um it ratches up the tension and i think tension's a big word that i'll i'll use throughout this because that's what this does it's not a horror film in in a certain stretch in a um in a conventional sense but it definitely is disturbing and it's haunting because it's one of those things that you're questioning the reality of what's going on and there's many parts in the film that allude to that like is this happening or is this is this not happening is this person real or are they not um and that's as spoiler free as i can kind of get with that um yeah it's it's it, it's so interesting um i think another really big theme of this film is masculinity um Toxic masculinity, I think at that too, and how we combat our power struggles amongst each other um you put two alpha males in a room, what's gonna happen? That's kind of this, especially when I look at it from like a military standpoint, and um Justin and I spoke about this on the twenty eight days later podcast we which if this is launched before that, then I'm giving you looking into the future. But um, the military ranks, even when the world is is ending, or even when there's no real need to have the ranks, you still follow that. Like when someone is a boss, and this isn't a spoiler, but Willem Defoe is the senior to Robert Pattinson. Pattinson has that choice to fall in line or to defy, um, and it's it's constantly about that. And I think that. Their performances, their acting as it goes on and as they progress and as their characters completely change, it's complemented so well by the lighting um the sound the the set design the set design is is beautiful it is, is so cool um Ian Gregg did the set uh design, and one thing that's a little weird this is my my nitpick is the film. Or the movie was filmed in a weird aspect ratio. Uh, don't quote me, and I think it's like one one nineteen. Yeah, it's one one point one nine to one. So it has that letterbox kind of look. Um and it's kind of distracting, but at the same time, it fits the ambiance and it fits the feel of what the the movie's trying to do because it looks like a very, you know, late 19th centuries or early 20th century um, type of film. It's black, it's black and white, a lot of low angles, a lot of weird lighting, Um, German uh, expressionism, I think is, is what I'm thinking of like Hans Fritz and stuff. Um, So that kind of stuff is, is really, really neat um, to see. And it fits the aesthetic of the film because it's just so perfect. So I didn't get too bothered by that um, after a while. But I think that that uh, it plays in pretty well. Um, Yeah, I just I want to spoil it, but I really can't. Um, I think that this movie, the best thing about this movie and the reason I'm excited about films like these is this is an original idea. I mean, you have shades of of other films that have done something like this, where it's kind of ambiguous throughout the entire movie. But I'm excited about Eggers and what he's bringing to the table. Um, And I think that a hallmark of a good film is if it really makes you think about it and discuss it with others. Um, to help find meaning and conclusion to something. The ending is is incredibly unclear, incredibly difficult to understand, but at the same time, there's going to be so many interpretations of it, and I cannot wait until I hear those interpretations. Um, I can totally see that's why some people wouldn't like this movie, uh, but to me... I- I, I didn't have the best immediate reaction, but I think after waiting a, a while and, and sitting and thinking on it, I really liked this movie. It's not the best movie of the year for me. Um, A lot of people have a lot of other critics I've listened to, like on YouTube and stuff like that. And podcasts have said that this is their favorite movie. Um, I, I don't think it's there for me. Uh, It is, it is up there though, because it is disturbing. It's crazy. It's, I I don't even have the right words to say for it. Um, I highly highly recommend you check this movie out for the performance from Defoe and from Pattinson alone. Um, it's just one of those things. At, at two hours, it's a, it's a lengthy movie. Um, there's a lot of weird visuals in it, but they're very, they're very eye catching and they're done so well. There's some great great camera work, like I was saying. There's some amazing lighting. It, it, it's just, it's so cool. And I am so sold on Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, as a diehard Batman fan, I'm sold this guy. Yeah. He can do it however many movies he wants. Um, it was excellent. So yes, please check out the lighthouse. Um, I think it's limited run right now where it's playing. And then I don't know how wide they're going to go. I don't have box office numbers because, um, it's just came out this weekend. Um, I'm going to do some more of these pod snacks. If you guys enjoy them, uh, this is Oscar season. So well, it's starting to be Oscar season, so we're going to start seeing a lot of good films come out. So I'm not opposed to doing these. But um, yeah, so that's all I have. Um, and there we go. So thank you for listening to the Don't Be Crazy podcast. Remember to follow us on Twitter at dbcrazypod, at edgyarmo, and at zackdale60, where you can share your thoughts with us and we'll discuss them on our show. Heck, you can even tell us what movie you think we should watch for our next episode. Just please remember, don't be crazy. Thank you for listening.